0: Don't get it if I want it Gotta make to myself a promise I won't quit, keep going till I got it I won't give up till I'm on top Yo, it. no, I ain't the type to give up If I do something, man, i do it till I give up Welcome to Incoming with Margie Avery Where an old lady tries to teach you a few new tricks That might make your life a little bit easier So hello and welcome to Incoming. Thank you for joining me today. I always say that I try to think of, of pertinent things, things that are pertinent to you, to a broad range of people. And here's the thing I want to talk about today. Something that occurs to me in life that has happened to me, and, and I think it's particularly hard when you're younger and you're trying to figure out who you are, and let's say what you want to be when you grow up, what you want to do, and that is, you can't help but compare yourself to contemporaries. I know everybody says you shouldn't do it. We all hear that. But the fact is we do. Humans are more alike than not. I say that all the time. We have more in common than we do differences. So you look around and, you know, you you see what other people are doing, how they live, where they spend their money, the kind of lifestyle they have, and, you know, you think, I okay, that's what I should be attaining. A lot of talk around about social media and how social media contributes to um, kind of an illusion of what everyone's life is, but that's always gone on in some way or another. You know, back in the day, some of you may or may not have ever heard of the Ozzie and Harriet show. It was before I was born, but it was basically a situational comedy TV show that, you know, everything was perfect and according to my parents back in the 50s, that's who everyone tried to imitate. It's always gone on. So with that out of the way, what I want to talk about is being true to yourself. I have talked about this a lot. I can't say it enough. I don't think that it can be said often enough. With all of the information coming at people today, I think it's overwhelming. And I think sometimes you need to hear another voice telling you a different idea. And that's what I'm Trying to do with this podcast. It's, you know, I don't know what I have to contribute. I don't know if anybody wants to hear what I have to say, but I'm going out there anyway and taking my time and putting it out there. So here's kind of what I'm getting at with this. You know, you look at all of these entertainers, I have to use them as an example because it seems to be a huge portion of the society that we try to emulate now. And they all squawk about privacy, but yet they sure don't mind when photos of them spending their money living lavish lifestyles gets out there. And that's okay. It's okay. I mean, it, if you think about it, at its root level... It's what they do for a living. It's their personality. They're artistic people, and their particular artistic expression is putting themselves out there to to be seen, physically seen, to entertain people or to evoke some sort of emotion in you. And it's not all of Hollywood. Some people in Hollywood are not like that, but I'm trying to help you find a center in your life because I had a thing that came up with my work this week, and it's kind of what got me thinking about this, that... You know, sometimes we look at highly successful people and we think, first of all, we think they're highly successful because they've made a lot of money. Secondly, we think that in order to have achieved that kind of financial success, they must be very intelligent or very talented people. And those are myths and I'm going to bust those myths for you today. If you think that being highly successful means that someone is, let's say I'll, I'll use something that we can all you know, use as a measuring stick, some people that we all are familiar with. Again, back to people in the entertainment industry, and I, I hate to sound like I'm, I'm picking on them. I'm not. It's just they are a, a very public example that, we all are familiar with. And, and it, I don't even have to name names, but if you think that the level of success and the level of financial success means that they are more talented or somehow more intelligent than others, you know, think about this. I, I think it's more that there's only so many spots available at the top. I've heard a number of actors say that you know, yeah, I'd like to do more movies or I'd like to do more movies like this big one I did, but it's not like there's a sea of these scripts out there. It's not like I'm offered every part. At the end of the day, they're human beings and they have to earn money to support their lifestyle and support their family. So, you know, if, if a person who's done movies is doing TV, that doesn't mean that they're not as talented as, you know, a George Clooney or a Leonardo DiCaprio or a Brad Pitt or Angelina Jolie, name, 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 whatever. It may just mean that of the 10 people being offered those types of opportunities that the big earners got, you know, the 100 people that wanted it, 90 of them didn't get it. So what I mean to say is that sometimes it's just an opportunity passed in front of someone. Sometimes it could be any one of a hundred quirky reasons why, you know, George Clooney landed the role and someone else didn't. You know, you hear actors talk all the time about roles that they passed on that ended up being huge roles. Um, Or they passed on a role that was, you know, seemed to be a big hype but it was. It turned out it was mediocre, and they did something else instead that ended up being huge. Sometimes it's just, you know, did you go left? Did you go right? And when we look at business people, you know, you look at, you know, um, uh, Elon Musk or I don't know, you know, name a big businessman, uh, uh, Jeff Bezos, I don't know, you know, just that type of person. And you think, wow, they must have really been – business savvy. They must really be smart guys. And you know, the truth of the matter is not necessarily. Because someone found a niche market, or fought a little harder to get their product out there, or put a, you know, they, they knew an industry, and they saw a twist they could put on it that would make them stand out from the crowd. And they enjoyed financial success, thinking that that means they are automatically more intelligent or more business savvy. Let me give you uh, an idea here. That's like saying that an individual who purchased Amazon stock in 1985 is an investment guru. You know, really think about that for a second. Okay, they had something on other people. They were choosing to invest their money rather than just spend it. I'll give them that. But honestly, if you believe in luck, they kind of lucked out. If you believe in religion, they were just blessed. I mean, it was just the flip of the coin. Because there were plenty of stocks that, you know, I mean, tanked back in the tech bubble. I mean, you have the Amazons and the Apples and the Microsofts, you know, we all heard about the janitors became multimillionaires overnight because they were being paid in stock. Well, for every one of those, there are hundreds of others that came and went and you wouldn't even know their name anymore during that dot-com era. It was just luck. So, no. Someone who decided to buy some Amazon stock or a couple shares of Apple or Microsoft in 1985, they weren't smarter. For one thing, they picked them up cheap because... The conventional wisdom was against investing in this new uncharted market. They lucked out and made a lot of money. But don't mistake that for meaning they are an investment guru. Same goes for business. Because someone has found a market and has worked very hard at it, and wound up having financial success doesn't mean they're smarter than you, even if you work for them. Maybe you could have done the same thing. Maybe you don't like to work as hard as they did. Maybe you don't want to give up that much of your life. Don't measure yourself like that. All right? It, it's It tears down your self-esteem. There are... You know, even if you're if you're an artistically inclined person, just because you haven't won an Oscar, just because you haven't won a Grammy, doesn't mean you're not every bit as talented. There's only so many spots at the top. Okay. Live your life and just do the things you love, do the things that make you happy, do what you have to do to earn money, to support yourself, your family, your lifestyle. But don't kick yourself in the teeth every day because you're not whomever you view as some super successful person. Success in life is building a happy life and filling that life with people that fulfill you, that raise you up rather than bring you down in some way. That your mutual resources for each other, they're not a resource drain on your life. People who are mindful of you just like you are of them, who think of you just like you think of them, who would go out of their way for you just like you would for them. Not blood-sucking leeches. Not people where it's always one side. Their boat is always sinking, and you're always the one helping them bail out the water. Okay? But that's another topic. It's also building a life where you do what you can when you can, Help out the other people on this earth who have the same value you do. It's having morals and having standards and having integrity. And slowly, when you develop those things and become that person, your life will become filled with those other good people because that's who will be drawn to you. And sometimes that helps with the other success you're looking for, but that is the real mark of success. You know, I talk all the time about not pandering to a group. Don't do that. I see people on my job who pander to the owner of the company. It's it's like a, a popularity contest. And he's, he's not a bad guy. Let me get that straight. He, he interestingly reminds me a lot of my mom. My mom, God rest her soul, was a very driven woman. And sometimes that was a fabulous tool for her. Sometimes she could get things done, move move the mountain when nobody else could, and that kind of tenacity is an amazing thing when you direct it in the right way. When you apply it to everything and end up with kind of an immature childish mentality of whatever I want, I want 10 minutes ago, that's uh, you haven't developed properly. And my boss is a lot like that. He Spreads himself too thin. He, you know, I don't mean this in a rude way. You have to consider my words and really think about it. He's the type of person that because he has found success in one area, he thinks he's the smartest person in the room no matter how big the room is. And, you know, something that I've learned about that is Often, the smartest person in the room is the person saying the least. They're listening. They're taking notes. If they do talk, they're asking questions. They're inquiring. And that's how they build intelligence. And they accept that they can learn something from anyone. They don't see anyone as having nothing to offer them. They don't give an unnecessary amount of time to people who are just eating their time up with nonsense, but they accept they can be wrong. They accept and can admit to those around them when they are wrong, even if it is a subordinate, and they don't see that as lowering them. Intelligent people, good leaders, gather all the possible data and information and fact and opinion that they can from everybody in the room, regardless of their title within the company. And they mull it over and they make decisions. And when they are wrong, they own it. And if they've called someone out and they later find they're wrong, they own that. And they know how to make an adult apology for it. My boss is not capable of that. We had an incident in the past week that got me thinking about all of these things and thinking, wow, somebody might want to hear about this. It might be happening in their life too. And likely it is or has And how to deal with it. Um, We have a very big project we're working on. He has a team on it. And as an owner, he has every right to trust that that team is doing things. But because it isn't getting done when he wants it to, he lambasted everyone, accused a team that's been working very hard of stealing time from him, not doing what he has asked them to do, lying to him, in his words making a fool of him and after 12 hours of this going on we come to find out that he was wrong all along and that had to be verified by someone outside of the company and the best he could do for an apology was say hey you know those things I was saying I I that wasn't personal and You know, when I say I'm weeding out bullshit, it just means I'm trying to, you know, figure out where we're at. Well, I'll tell you what. When somebody tells you you've been sitting in meetings just to bill him for them and the project isn't where it should be and it's being handled completely wrong, that's kind of personal. That's impossible not to take personally. And then when another professional outside of the company says, no, they're doing this exactly how it should be done, that deserves a real apology. And with my particular team that I work with, we all can do that sometimes, first of all. You know, he's not a bad guy. We can all lose it a little bit sometimes. And I've done it. But then I come back and I tell my team, you know what, I'm sorry, I was wrong. You were right. Sorry. I apologize. I apologize. And I think my team respects me for that. But again, here's a guy who took an existing business idea, added one component to make it more marketable, and has enjoyed a great deal of success. Can't take that away from him. But that by no means makes him a business guru because he's not at all. And it doesn't make me less of a business person than him. Because who's he hiring to help him run his business? Me. And I haven't done something wrong because I don't have as much money as him. Because I could have as much money as him. But I don't want to, I don't want to work as hard as this man in terms of, the guy's had two surgeries in four months. He travels 150, 200 days out of the year. And has the lifestyle and diet that goes along with that. And it's starting to get his body. And that many days away is that many days away from your family, away from your friends, and I don't care what anybody tells you. The lie started getting told back in the 90s, particularly to young women, that you could bring home the bacon and fry it up in a pan too. It's a lie. It's a lie. And it takes away from the dedication that it really takes to make it to a high rank in your career, to be a very successful parent, to be a very successful spouse, to be a very good friend. Those things are equally important and they take a lot of work and time and dedication. And you can't do all of those very well at one time. What it takes to attain the level of success that my boss has and many other people does not leave you enough time in your life to be an amazing spouse or partner, an amazing parent, an amazing friend. You simply are not available because you got to hustle and grind all the time. I'm not saying you don't do what you can do. And when you have time, you go out there and you spend it with these people. But it's not the same dedication if that amount of focus, you know, think of it as um, scales with, you know, your balancing. If you had a little lower rank in the company, and yes, a little less money, but a little more time available for your kids, your spouse, your partner, your friends, you would have the other half of your life a bit more successful. It's just something to think about. All of these things are something to think about. And I want people to hear this and to put thought into these things. I want to share with you that You're not the only one that has a boss who talks to you this way. You're not the only one who has self-doubt. You're not the only one that believes the lie that you can have this huge financial and professional success and still have this amazing family. Like you see all these entertainers that are worth, you know, 200, 300 million dollars and they're on vacation in the Greek Isles with their families and doing this and doing that. People, that is a snapshot. Even in that industry, you have not become worth hundreds of millions of dollars involved in production, involved in acting, involved in all these things. However carefree they may look while doing it, however casually dressed they may look while they're, they're doing it, give them their due. That is a job, and it takes a serious dedication of time and resources. So when you see them with their kids, with their whatever, that's a snapshot of their life. And it's probably a lot less time than you spend with your kids. Just be realistic in your measure of these things. And lay off yourself a little bit. You're probably doing okay. If you listen to some advice from an old lady like this, you're going to learn that you, 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 you are in all likelihood doing fine or you have the ability to do fine. And I don't only mean this towards young people. I mean this even towards people in my own age bracket, especially then you reach an age where you're like, I don't know, how in the world are these people retiring with a million dollars? I don't have a million dollars. Guess what? Most people don't. And it's okay. You know, I mean, you can live a very happy, content life, retired or not, and it doesn't have to be lavish in order to be a good, happy life. Where you enjoy yourself, you enjoy your family, you enjoy life, you're doing things, you're happy. I mean, I did it. I moved to Florida. I, I The Gulf is right across the street from me. It's okay that I can't afford a place with it right off my, my, my deck. I can walk across the street and get to it. I, I live in a beautiful resort-style apartment. And guess what? I'm not paying that much different than I did total for my house in Michigan. It, it can be done, people. It can be done. But you have to start with lightening up on yourself, giving yourself a little credit. So I'm going to end on that note, and I want to thank you for joining Incoming. I would like you to please support the show by subscribing. I am working on adding some bonus content for those who subscribe. Spread the word. Tell people. Listen to the old lady on Incoming. She's got some good stuff to say. In the meantime, have a good week and love yourself. So where is all the positivity? I feel like we all just hate on everything is killing me. Thoughts build quick, causing different possibilities. Negative thoughts will cause different disabilities. So do better. Work hard under pressure. If you got no time, work smarter than ever. Don't ever let them tell you that you can't ever say never. And turn your mind into the truest to go-getters.